Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. I am locked on Houston Astros, and I hope you listen to the Houston Astros podcast daily, Monday through Friday, your team every day. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse, and you can find me on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find the show at Locked on Astros. Remember, you can get Locked on Astros on the podcasting app, Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked on Astros. All right, well, the Astros fall again to lose a fifth game in a row. I am Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you listen to the Locked On Astros podcast daily, your team every day. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse, and you can find me on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse, and you can find the show at Locked On Astros. Tonight, the Astros fall for a fifth game in a row, and their nemesis, the Oakland Athletics, continues to do a number on them. Their pitching is not holding up. Their offense is not producing. And we'll talk about that and more. Remember, you can get the Locked on Astros on the podcasting app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play the podcast, Locked on Astros. Now, if it seems like I'm being quiet or my voice has changed a little bit, we moved recently, and I do not have all my equipment with me, and I'm having to record in alternate kind of location, trying out some new things. So using the Sun's gaming headset and microphone as opposed to the mic that I usually use. So if it sounds different, that's what it is. It's not you, it's not your speakers, but I'm so thankful that you tuned in. This week has been crazy. We've been moving. Um, Eric's been covering for me. So 2020 continues to show no surprises in that there are curveballs all over the place. And talking about curveballs, wow. Andre Scrub, when he throws a curveball, he almost hits somebody. Anyways, I digress. So Christian Javier came out today, five runs, three hits, two earned runs, three walks, only three strikeouts. He gave up a home run. Christian Javier, it, it wasn't a terrible game, but it was pretty much all the A's needed. And then Cy Sneed came in to put a bookend and gave up three runs. Um, Scrub actually gave up one. And so the Astros fall to the Oakland Athletics six to nothing. Six to nothing. The Astros had seven hits. They were all singles. Seven hits and no runs. You should have at least five runs off of those hits. It's so hard right now to watch the Astros. Now it's understandable all the issues they're having with injuries. People are out. People aren't there. Their personnel, Jose Altuve's gone. Bregman's not there. JV's not there. Lance McCullers doesn't really look like he's really back in full form from his Tommy John, although he's had flashes of greatness. But the Astros are literally one game over 500. That's right. They're one game over 500. They would be the sixth seed if the MLB playoffs were today. The Yankees are still worse. They would be the eighth seed, I believe. And guess what? Guess what, Astros fans? The Mariners are on our heels. Two games back. That's right. Two games back. The 
Seattle Mariners are playing the Texas Rangers, who have won three games since they got grand slammed on the 3-0 pitch by Tatis. It is an absolute bizarro world. Kyle Tucker hit the ball so hard tonight, but I'm tired of exit velocity. I'm tired of hard contact. I need runs. I don't need TK calling long pop flies like they're going out and then go, oh, he caught it. Aledonis Diaz hasn't been horrible since he's been back. He's contributed a little bit, but the Astros lineup is pretty much sputtering at best. CNL Press came in for two outs and did fine, but then Scrub came in, gave up the run, got a strikeout, got a walk, got an earned run, gave up a hit. And one and one-thirds inning. There you go, ones across the board. And their ERAs aren't that bad. But one thing I looked at and caught on to during the program was something they flashed on the screen, Astros on the road. And from 2017 to 2019, the starters ERA was 380. The bullpen ERA was 352. And they were scoring 5.6 runs a game. Now, go to 2020, they're 5-13 and 13 on the road. The ERA for starters is 6.64. Their bullpen ERA is 5.95, and they're averaging 5.5 runs. If they're averaging 5.5 runs, and you cut those ERAs in half to 2017 to 2019, you have a different outcome. And you have the Oakland A's not in the lead. The Astros had chance to catch ground to gain ground, could have swept the Angels, could have been on top, could have even lost this game and still had the lead against the Oakland A's, but they let it slip away. I mean, Tommy Listella, the big free agent news from Oakland, he only had one hit. You know, the guy that you supposedly can't strike out, but Biscotti had two hits, Murphy had two hits, um, Tony Kemp didn't really do anything. I mean, well, he got a hit. Um, he did get an RBI, so I guess he did a lot more than the Astros did. It is just tough, tough to watch right now. I hate to be a downer. It is just one of those things where um, you struggle to find words to understand what the heck is going on. And, you know, sometimes think about it. And while we're talking about it here, it just reminds me when I'm having problems with my vehicle. When I'm having problems with my truck and I need that part that I can't find. Or I go to the auto parts store and they want to overcharge me. So you know what I do? I go to rockauto.com. That's right. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts at these local stores. So why endure pointless or seemingly inundating questions and wait while the counterman orders the parts from a computer, choosing only the brand that they have in their warehouse, and you don't get the part you need. So go to your computer, you go to rockauto.com. They've been around for 20 years online. They're a family business serving auto parts customers like you and me, the do-it-yourselfer, the average Joe. They don't charge different prices for you and I that they charge for professional mechanics. That's right. And most of the time, you can get parts 30 to 50% lower than what you get them at the store. So what you do is you go to rockauto.com to shop for these parts. The catalog is unique and remarkably easy to use and to navigate. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. So what's holding you back from ordering parts from them? Why not go there right now and when you check out on the where, how did you hear about us, type in locked on, 
Let them know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. So like I was saying, it is tough to sit here and watch this. Now, I consider the source. I consider the season 2020. And I go back and forth with these emotions. And I don't know if you have these same emotions. I want to care. I want the Astros to win. I want to see a winning product on the field. But I also don't want my entire team injured for 2021. I don't want to see my team failing to succeed when we know they have the talent. I want to see my team beat the world because we felt like the world has been against us. One thing you can't take away from this game is Bassett actually did a really good job tonight. And this guy continues to do well in his home starts. This guy has only allowed three runs in 23rds and two-thirds innings with 18 strikeouts. Can we get a Bassett, please? Can we get someone like that on our side? I mean, that curveball he struck out Michael Brantley on was just insane. That was almost like the Charlie Morton curveball when he struck out the guy from the Nationals. I forget who it was. I'm not looking at it right now. But he made Gourneau look bad. I mean, Bassett was just throwing smoke, and not smoke of the speed kind, just blowing stuff by the Houston Astros. So, at the end of the day, the better team won. The Oakland A's have been better than the Astros in hitting and in pitching. And as much as it pains me to say that, it is tough. It's a tough pill to swallow. Now, I want to say something and let my little personal opinion go out here. I think it's crap that Bob Melvin has made it to where Mike Fires doesn't pitch against the Astros in 2020. I think it's absolutely asinine. I think it's insane. I think it's petty. And I think it's beneath him. Bob Melvin touted Mike Fires for being a man of integrity. I'm not even going to tell you where I think he lacks integrity. You all can go and read the Twitter sphere. You all can go read the stories about the snitch Mike Fires and what he did, not only to this ball club, but then they heralded him as the banner waver of integrity of the game, trying to clean up the game. This guy, Mike Fires, who you act like you're so afraid for him to pitch against the Houston Astros? Whatever, man. Get a life. The Oakland Athletics have become my most, not hated, but my most disliked team. Not just because they're rivals in the division, but because of this Mike Fires bullcrap avoiding the Astros. It's simply childish. That's what it is. It's ridiculous. The guy should be man enough, or Bob Melvin should be man enough to, to let Mike Fires pitch in the game, to let him pitch against the Astros. I don't know. Last time he faced him, he gave up like nine runs. He got shelled. I mean, what's the real motive here? I mean, aren't we trying to get back at the Astros, the horrible, evil cheaters? Wouldn't you want Mike Fires to prove himself and to show those guys that they didn't have the upper hand on him? That's what I would want. 
I'd be like, go out there and tell them what you got. Show them what you got. Throw the fastball. Throw your change up. Give them junk. You know, make some noise. Throw inside a little bit. Go out there and be Mike Fires. But no, he's a baby. He can't. He's a pansy. And I'm sorry, Bob Melvin, I think it's a bad move on your part as a manager to keep him out of the game. With that being said, the Astros have their work cut out for them. So what's on tap for the Astros and Oakland A's? Well, today they will have a doubleheader versus the Oakland A's. That Grinky, there's nobody penciled in for that game to start. And Freddie Montez will go in game one. And Mike Miner, who I'm not worried about, will go in game two. And then Wednesday you have Garcia, the rookie pitcher, going against Lazardo and to round out their series in Oakland. Jose Arquiti is supposed to take the mound. Hopefully he has a great comeback start, and he's um, opposed by Manaya on the mound. Then they go to L.A. on the 12th and 13th of September, both nationally televised games, Framber Valdez, Christian Javier, going against Gonsolin and Urias. So the Astros have opportunities with Grinky on the mound. They have an opportunity, hopefully, with Urquidy. Who knows who's going to pitch that second game. But I'm H. John Wheelhouse. Thank you all for listening. This has been just a real quick recap of the fifth loss in a row by the Houston Astros. They seem to be sputtering to the finish line. The real question is, will they make the playoffs? Is 2020 ultimately a curse? And next show we'll talk about, does it really matter if the Astros win or lose in 2020 to us fans? Because we know the players want to win. I mean, you don't play to lose. But after everything's been done, after the injuries, after all that's gone on, Does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? I personally want a healthy 2021 team. I don't want to see any more injuries. I don't want to see any more careers detrimented or slowed down or maybe stopped because of the age of some of these players. My name is H.M. Wheelhouse. Thank you for tuning in Locked on Astros. Y'all have a great day. Go get them on Tuesday. Good vibes. Let's go Astros. Let's win this doubleheader.